0: Ooh, that got loud. Didn't. it? Oh, it might just be my headphones up too high. <clears throat> ba ba ba, da da da,
1: ba ba ba. Secret, secret. You know, Tim is now five minutes late, and he has not given us any heads uh, up. He's no, he yeah, did. He, said he did. What yeah, did he say? Yeah, he
0: said he'd be here in ten, and that was about ten minutes ago. Oh, fantastic. So, he, he's getting close. Uh, he he's got be. one minute. Tomorrow's home day. pretty excited
1: about that. On a downhill turn of my week, Paige and I are celebrating our five-year anniversary on Friday. Oh, nice. Going to Camacho's. Get a half. Uh... Tacos. Tacos. Just a, a ton of margaritas. We're going to get really drunk. And we actually are planning on Ubering home from the Mexican restaurant. That's how slammed it. we're planning on are getting.
0: Are you going to Uber to it?
1: probably going to walk. Um I'm just joking. We're not going to walk. Uh, we're going to we, we we will uh, probably Uber there. It's only like a It's only just down the road from from her place. Yeah, so we're going to Uber there, Uber back, uh just have a good time. It'll be fun. Actually, we might go to the one. I kind of like the one on 119th. I don't know about you guys, but Is that off my... eh, No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's on a it's right off 119th Metcalf actually. Yep. And uh Listen, I knew they had to... And the other one is, the other one's over, obviously, in old, old Olathe, but I'm thinking of, I don't know, I kind of like the atmosphere in the new one, you know?
0: Oh, I didn't know there was a new one.
1: You didn't know there was a new Camachos? Nope. Oh, it's
0: been there forever. I don't know
1: that's... It's been like two years. Yeah.
0: I thought there was only one. Mm. Well,
1: um, <laughs> how's everyone, how'd your day go today, Tanner?
0: Oh, it was okay. Uh, rather uneventful overall. Can't complain. Went to work, came home. Got some uh patio lights for the balcony out there. Oh, did you? Slowly slowly oh, turning that into a to a chill chill summer drinking spot.
1: That should be a chill summer drinking spot. That yeah. should be utilized appropriately.
0: And I got the furniture over the weekend at IKEA. Oh, nice.
1: You should see, a man, uh I love a good chill patio. Paige has decorated her patio very bohemian esque. It's very chill. Yes,
0: that's the that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing.
1: Floor pillows and bright colors and things with leaves on them. I find are in. Also, plants. Big big thing. Big in right now. Um, but yeah, my week's going. Paige and I booked a trip to Colorado Springs did you know we're going to colorado springs yep we're heading there for uh seven days wait nine days driving or flying? we are uh we are driving driving we are leaving the day after we were, no, we're leaving july 6th and uh we're gonna be gone for nine days it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be a great trip uh we're staying in a place called cannabis uh from airbnb um how would I just give everyone the details of my full trip? But that's where we'll be staying. And uh, but there's no worries because there's like eight cannibalist places uh, that these people own. There's like cannibalist one, two, three, four, and they are man, they are banking on the marijuana theme. Let me say that they are banking on it. There is a there is in one of the houses. There's three pillows that just spell out pot. It says P O T right there in front and center on the couch. And they are very aware that they are pot-friendly. They they just wanted to say top. Oh, that's right. That's what, what they, yeah, And that could be it. That could be it. Could, they may just completely have not known what uh, they were going to say. But, um, okay. Well, I'm ready to start this show. We're just going to... just gonna. Tim will just join us when he joins us. And there he is. Hey. All right. Hey. There uh, he is. And Tim is coming 21. in. Hey Tim. Hey, hey Tim. I talked, I talked last week without you. That's right. Best. Because you weren't there. Ever.
2: Probably
1: ever. <clears throat> about. All right. Oh, boy, Let's start sweaty. this show. Let's start this show. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Robert Pattinson being cast as the Batman, official as of this week. We're going to talk the It 2 trailer that dropped a couple weeks ago. We're going to talk the scary <laughs> m- sc- scary stories to tell in the dark. We're way behind it. We're going to tell the scary stories to tell in the dark uh, trailer that just dropped last night. And we've got a couple movie reviews for you as well. We're here, going to discuss it all right here, right now. It's time to dive in. This is Cinemax. <laughs> So right off the top, what did we all watch this week? Hmm. What did we watch the past couple weeks? This is this is the first Cinemax stick we've done in a while. We've we've uh, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus on the Cinemax stick, yeah. but we're back in action. And uh, a lot of things have happened. A lot of movie news has happened, and we've kind of missed it, missed the boat on some of it. But hey, <laughs> if our listeners are here for the late breaking news, then uh, they've come to the wrong podcast. We're here to discuss. What we want, whenever we want, and they can deal with it. All right, mm-hmm. that's what I say. I'll here, say it to their here, face. Here. No, um, but yeah, I feel like we've actually watched some movies this week. We've watched some new movies that are in theaters that we could talk about. And uh, I kind of want to. I just want to start this one off and uh, be selfish and do this this first one myself. Thank you. Um, I saw Detective Pikachu and I saw John Wick three first one i want to talk about though is detective pikachu tim saw this with me
3: i did i that is a fact
1: i actually we we you're right that is that is also a fact (laughs) we did not invite you um but don't take it to heart i think that was a split spur of the moment yeah i was like
3: hey max let's invite tanner he's like nah, we we don't don't need need to
1: um Uh uh-huh I actually really liked Detective Pikachu. I really liked it. I loved the world building of it. I loved the city that it took place in. I thought the humor was pretty spot on for most of it. I, I didn't actually have any moments that made me groan. Uh, the world building, though, I thought was the best part. There was It was dis- definitively a Pikachu, I mean, a Pokemon-filled world, a Pokemon-feeling world and it didn't really feel like any other city we've seen um, in, in movies before. Honestly, I I just I really thought they did a great job with that. It really made that, the setting of it itself, made the movie come to life. That that was probably one of my, the, the best things about that.
3: Yeah, they did a good job building the world, um, especially setting it up for potential movies down the road. But uh, again, it, so I, I played a lot of Pokemon Pokemon as a kid. It brought back some nostalgia, but not a lot. So I don't I didn't enjoy it near as much as you did. I th- I thought it was okay. Um you could definitely tell it was geared more towards the kids and it didn't really I guess it didn't really appeal to what I enjoyed in the games, being able to, you know, start from the very beginning and gradually work your way. Around and exploring other locations instead of being in one city the entire time. Well, I don't,
1: I don't know if that was the story they were trying to tell. I think they were, Which just, they, they, weren't. they were yeah, just trying to tell. They clearly weren't. But I mean, again, that's, that's not, very, that's not what I really enjoyed uh, about I the mean, game. That's, that's a very ambitious thing to start off with, and that's why they, we've talked about it on the podcast sure. before. They've announced that the Pokemon Red and Blue movies are in development for, for uh, this, and this Detective Pikachu is supposed to serve as a launchy pad for it. I'm yeah. going to disagree sure. with you though too. On, I, I didn't feel like it was solely directed at kids i thought that movie felt in terms of tone i felt it was very much like a pixar film there are i i the where i I can enjoy it and i don't sit there thinking man this is just for kids like i i think you can sit there enjoy it watch the movie and not feel like you're being catered like the kids are being catered to like you would with like an angry birds one or two where there's like mostly physical humor and fart jokes i
3: guess let me let me retract my statement yeah it it definitely appeals to, you know, adults, people who grew up playing those games, watching this TV show. Um, I, I guess for me, what I meant by that is it appealed more toward, towards my kid self, which, you know, it, it th- those things don't. I, I mean, I guess I'm not as, as into it as I used to be. Um, I mean, I still play the game occasionally, but, you know, it, it, it I didn't get as much enjoyment out of the movie as I probably would have had I been a kid.
1: Well, let's not lie. You aren't playing the game occasionally. You are literally playing Pokemon Sapphire through again with three other friends uh you're wrong it's actually ruby but <laughs> you know <laughs> i actually I wanted digress. to do it myself but i uh, couldn't find my 3ds charger i need to go grab one of those bad boys no no no. this is what max said Ugh, you know I have, a, I have a few other games i've been <laughs> meaning to play i just oh, don't know might. if i have time for it jordan might be grabbing a 3ds charger right now look uh, at that man just making things happen max, Our producer. that is
3: not what you told me what did i say <laughs> i just said it i said when i asked you if you wanted to play you go I don't know if I have time for it. I have a few other games that I've been meaning to play. You know, that's true. Sounds like a <laughs> cover <up>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just caught you. No, that mm. is true. I mean, I would have played the game. I would have. I just feel like I have such a big catalog, backlog of games I need to play through still. So which one is it? Is it the games oh, or the Charger? Look at that.
0: I sold my 3DS long ago. Oh.
1: That's the saddest thing I've well, ever how heard. How about that? Thanks, Jay.
3: Awesome, man. I don't know. <laughs>
2: That's true,
3: and they're coming out with two games for the Switch in uh, this Sword fall.
1: You know, be dope is if they made like an adapter for you to be able to put your uh, 3DS games in there and play your 3DS games on the Switch. I, I don't know. That why would they be did dope. It. Just like Nintendo uh, continuously turns down money, continuously well, <clears throat> turns it down. They
3: did it. They did it for well. You know why they probably do it is because they can sell the
1: games on the store, so people just rebuy them. Yeah, yeah but at some point, people are gonna be like, okay, no. Fuck that. I'm not paying $20 for Star Fox Super Nintendo that I paid I for absolutely 18 would. times. I absolutely yeah. would.
0: Right. You know how many times
1: I bought Skyrim? Yeah, I bought, I bought it twice. Race. I bought it twice. How many I bought times GTA V But Skyrim. Three times. You bought it for the Switch,
3: Xbox,
2: too? PC and
0: Switch. Really?
3: Okay. Yeah. If I So if, if Nintendo still had rare games, I would buy a lot of those. Because they had classic games Diddy Kong Racing,
1: Banjo Kazooie. Which, by the way, this. this we're just gonna go straight into a video game discussion then. but like hey, but no. what I love to yeah we did what I love about this though is I don't think I don't think Excuse me. bless you Tanner. Excuse me my goodness are you all stop right? for a second um my allergies sir this actually makes me. me excited for the next generation of games because we're getting more and more towards the point where it's like hey you bought this game on an Xbox you should be able to play that game on a Nintendo switch somehow some way if it's available on the switch you should have the right to play it. Like, you shouldn't have to buy the Switch version, right? Um, I think that's what's what's great about the Project X Cloud, being able to play games across consoles like that, being able to stream it. And I'm just just saying this. Watch out for E3 this, this year. Project X, number one, Nintendo Switch and Xbox Live. That's already a thing that's happening. Xbox Live is bringing their services to the switch for for what? online gameplay what yeah yeah I remember they're, hearing about that what they're bringing it they're bringing so they're bringing Xbox Live to the switch for Nintendo to use its
0: infrastructure for online gameplay well it's probably not going to be branded as Xbox oh it will. live
1: It probably will Are you sure? I, I'm pretty sure pretty sure and here's what I'm saying just watch the watch conflicting statements about well let's I didn't think it was the actual... Maybe it's maybe it's not going to be called Xbox Live. Maybe they're going to use the service. Maybe you're right, Tanner. They will just use the actual uh, server structure and to I do it.
0: And I, I don't think it
1: was coming to a full. I think it was coming to specific games. Yeah. Oh no. It wouldn't be. I, yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, yeah. That's true. Wide. That's true. I don't think it's. it's yeah. going to be. It's going to be for shared games like, that are on like, Xbox. Like Nintendo Rocket Switch. League. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. That's correct. Fortnite. But watch that space next week. For e3 i'm telling you man i'm telling you you uh, heard, you heard uh, it here first phil spencer is going to take the stage at xbox and now project x cloud is coming this year which is their streaming service and they're going to announce that it's going to be available on the nintendo switch which you will be able to stream. In other words, you'll be able to stream your Xbox games wherever you are to your Nintendo Switch.
3: So I don't even need my Xbox anymore. I'll just sell that's, it.
1: Well, that's the whole point of these cloud. I mean, honestly, before long, there will no be, there will no longer be an Xbox, a PlayStation 4, a Nintendo. That's going to be gone before long. They're just going to use your tablets and your phones to I mean, and your TVs, and they're just going to stream directly to it because that's way more profitable for them than to buy it, than to sell hardware, make it sell hardware. It's way more profitable to sell software it will happen before long. I don't you, yeah, yeah, but then you yeah. also have the
3: TVs that have to be hardware compatible to be able to run those games. And
1: that's actually already here. You can I mean there's there's the PlayStation what is it? PlayStation crossplay which works on so many TVs and you can you can play PlayStation games straight from the cloud to your TV. I wonder how good of quality that is. Uh, it just depends, but I mean the infrastructure is not there just yet. It's getting there, but we'll get to the point where I sad I'm very sad to say this I don't want it to happen but I bet you these companies who just want to make money they don't care about us they'll eventually cut the hardware completely and just sell sell you a service because that's gonna be way more profitable for them because I think like honestly Microsoft
0: yeah I don't know about I
1: I don't know because like
3: you have to look at it each TV has its own software and it runs its own updates, so that. Um, <laughs> but there, I mean, there's so many different TVs up there that you have to. I'm consistently. Just, up, I agree. Update I, and stay up to date with it. I'm just
1: saying, like, I think Microsoft on like the Xboxes, I think they make like. Honestly, on the hardware, I'd be surprised if they aren't taking a loss on the hardware. I'd be, I'd be surprised because they produce so many Xboxes I doubt it. that sit so on big, the They're so big; they probably mass produce it. Well, they mass produce it, but even on the Xboxes they sell, I think the margin is like you would be shocked at how small it is do you know like for instance do you know Apple with their Apple TVs they literally they literally like make five dollars on their Apple TVs compared to the production costs or, uh, 50 bucks? yeah but it's 200 t- 200 to three hundred dollars they I would make say- like Fifty, if that dollars on each. There, there was a there was a statement released that showed the manufacturing costs of Apple TVs, and those are manufactured now, at a large amount. At, brick, I right? would yeah. say okay. that little that little dude. It's a little. It's a, it's a little. It's a little dude. Now, I would say Apple's. A uh, Little dude, but
3: little dude. So Apple's structure is they want you to buy as many products as possible, so they become ingrained in the Apple environment and use their streaming services like iTunes. Um, iTunes is being discontinued. Apple Music. Okay, <laughs> Apple Music. Okay.
0: God, iTunes.
3: I hate iTunes. Um uh, But God. I mean it's, a, it's like the thing about Apple. So I have a I have a Mac, burn in hell. I don't even use iTunes anymore
0: I or Apple Music. ITunes. I was Zoom um, media player. It was nice once upon a time until like it got progressively worse with every single update they did, yeah. which mm-hmm. seemed like it happened at the frequency of yeah. mm, every 5 hours. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh where are going with this? I don't know. Oh, I mean, you, where you are get, we going with you any get of Apple this? Products. Anyways,
1: uh, so I give Detective to, Pikachu. A self- Detective <laughs> Pikachu. <seven. laughs> so Detective Pikachu is uh, uh, seven point five out of ten for me. Huh? Oh, you
3: lowered it. You said eight and a half. No, uh, yeah, we saw uh, it. it was.
1: I, did I say eight and a half? I think I said eight. It's and it's probably a seven and a half out of ten for me.
3: You turned to me and you're like, "That was better than Endgame." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not. You took my score for Detective Pikachu and just said, did the math right then and there. Wait, he rated that higher than Endgame. And it's true. I enjoyed Detective Pikachu more than I did Endgame. Yeah. It's just the way it was. I'm sorry. I wish I could have... Dude, I was so excited for Endgame. I wish I could have liked it more. I just didn't. I didn't. Was it because
0: your heroes were sad?
1: No, it's just, I just wanted to see... Because Iron Man I was, was sad in the movie. I'll tell movie. you why. It he was, you out. I'll yeah, tell he you was why. very sad. I'll tell you why. It's because Tony Stark didn't hang Dong, and that's the whole reason I went. I was like, finally, we're going to get a freaking Avengers movie where we get some nudity, we get to see some Dong hanging. He even oh. has a daughter. We couldn't have seen that process happen.
0: Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Excuse Ooh, me? No, I, I oh. took a second for oh. that gear to oh. turn all the way. The, the making of the daughter...
3: Yes, I oh, God, I read what that. the hell
0: is wrong. with this <laughs> wrong?
2: You,
3: you completely different. What is going on? I think, I think Tanner and I were on the same page yeah. with what we thought you're you're implying. There. You guys have
1: <laughs> you guys have, you guys are messed up. You guys are messed up. So Detective you're Pikachu, the one that said I said. You worded
3: point. that terribly.
1: I said we <laughs> couldn't have seen that. He has a daughter. We couldn't have seen that process happen. Yeah, you go from yeah. Hang
0: Dong to he has a daughter.
1: No, clearly <laughs> I'm saying. Why can't we just see some Tony Stark on? You did not lead Pepper into that Potts. idea Actually, no. very
0: well. Oh. Um, no. no bother. Okay. Well, uh I think Endgame that's a witty the Pooh quote. <laughs> Marvel <laughs> they blew their chance to use uh. um one good F bomb in the MCU. I think if when Tony Stark was going to snap Endgame, him, he should fuck you. No. No. So after um after I guess mild endgame <laughs> no, spoilers success, right here.
3: Sorry, continue, yeah,
1: to Go ahead. Sorry, Tanner. No.
0: Hey, um, <laughs> keep going. I I'm sorry. was gonna say after, um, the Avengers headquarters gets blown to shit. And there's a point where I think it's you see, uh, Hawkeye, kind of he's laying down and he gets oh, yeah. up and he kind of groans and he goes, "Ah!" Oh, and I could have, I just felt every part of me that would be like an "Ah, oh, fuck!" But like, <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't happen.
1: Yeah, I'd I would be surprised if Disney would let anything like that pass. That would be that would be shocking. Honestly, like, you look, I mean. You can look at the MCU at the beginning with Iron Man, like that sex scene at the beginning. Boom, that's not happening in Disney's. Disney's. I don't think there's been a sex scene in. Uh, there
0: hasn't. There was no sex scene in Iron uh, Man. Uh it,
1: yeah, it, it, it was they just like some. I mean, they were kissing. The in the they morning. were kissing, and she was like half naked on him, and they were making out in bed, and then she, they roll off the bed together. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He the goes, reporter, he, she, she's like, she's like, it was uh, she says something, she says something about you only give quotes to women you sleep with, and he goes, I don't know, but I'm willing to give a shot with you, go a few rounds with you or something, and then the next shot is them like kissing, and she's like in a bra was, and yeah. panties. It was the reporter, right? No, I remember, it. yeah, yeah, she was, and, and then, yeah, she, she, she was she's the one, bond. she was the one right outside, yeah, and no? she says, You only. Talk yeah. People no, sleep with. I know what you're talking about. And then he about. says I'll only go a few rounds with you. He said that, the that next, already the next uh-huh. time, the next scene they are making out and they're rolling around naked. Yeah, I remember that. So Detective Pikachu gets a seven point five out of ten for me. Um, I, really... <laughs> I really I really, I mean seriously though. I actually really enjoy Detective Pikachu. Uh, Did he catch them all? No, and there's still not in some this Pokemon in, in the sequel. They hinted at I'll it. I'll be in the
3: completely sequel. honest. That kid caught nothing.
1: Not He's even not one. a trainer. No one caught anyone. any. Pokemon? No, no, no. They, they, the opening scene is him, like, his friend convincing him to try and go catch a Pokemon, and it's a, it's a cute little scene with Cubone, um, which is it actually had it was, it was some it was some funny stuff. Um, yeah, I'll admit that was a good scene. Okay, I don't think you give a shit about spoilers on Detective Pikachu, but no. I was really, really bummed that Ryan Reynolds
3: should uh, we. Spoiler alert to everyone! Skip the next fifteen yeah, seconds. Yeah, I guess yeah, this movie you,
1: that's been out for three yeah, or four if weeks. If you haven't now, seen it and you, yeah, they're waiting like, for Redbox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, spoiler alert. This is the this is the climax of the movie. The big scene. I was really bummed. The one I was really, really bummed that Detective Pikachu ended up just being his dad and his like soul trapped in Pikachu. And yep. then turning into being Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu goes back to just speaking like Pikachu. What? I thought that yeah. was the whole charm of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It is Pikachu's it is... <laughs> in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That must have been like what the fuck is going on in this movie. I, I know. It was, so, it was real. Wild, quick, real quick. Let me just
0: say this. Wait, All do right. you see actual Ryan Reynolds in the film? Yep, he yeah. is the he's he the is kid's the father, the main
1: character's dad. And somehow, and I can't remember how this happened. It's a sequel to Deadpool
3: 2. Somehow, mm-hmm. okay.
1: oh Mewtwo to like save his life or something. Mewtwo took his soul out of his body and put it in his Pikachu. The Pikachu in the movie is the kid's dad's Pikachu, and he takes Ryan Reynolds' soul. Mm-hmm. And puts it. Ryan and, Reynolds, the actor Ryan Reynolds, soul <laughs> and puts it in Pikachu, and, and uh,
3: not just his soul, but his the entire body too,
1: and his memory. Oh yeah his it, body's gone yeah his body like morphs into Pikachu and mm-hmm. uh and then uh, mm-hmm. and his mo- his memories erased as well conveniently and basically Pikachu and the son have to solve the disappearance of the dad who turns out to be Pikachu um and then yeah and then uh, Ryan Reynolds comes back and uh, Pikachu goes back to normal Pikachu and I'm like that really bums me out because I the whole like the whole thing about this that I liked was this Snarky little Pikachu yeah. character and I would have loved to see a sequel with him. And now I'm probably just gonna get a sequel with Ryan Reynolds and this kid and just generic Pikachu wearing a detective hat. I'm not a fan. I don't like it. I could see maybe they do it like Ryan Reynolds gets sucked back in there somehow.
3: So, All right.
1: I don't know. That was that was a big <clears throat> that was a bummer for me. Um,
3: yeah, I would say was a it would have been nice, yeah, if he would have actually stayed as the Pikachu but... And
1: we got we got a lot of it, but I really wish it was more. Honestly, I wish the entire movie took place at night in that city. That that the yeah that city at night in the movie was so atmospheric. It was. It, you had it.
3: a good noir feel. To yeah,
1: it. yeah, and they actually you know very you know it's funny they filmed that on. Film. They didn't film it digitally. They did it on film really? to bring home the yep. noir no feel. No CGI at all either. Yeah, none. It was real Pokemon. But mm-hmm. let's talk about that real quick, too. They did a really great job on the character designs of they the Pokemon.
3: Did. So I thought... Yeah, I think they did fantastic job making them real-life, um, you know, individuals. So I was a little worried at first because, you know, with the whole Sonic um, ordeal where everyone's like, Oh, why the hell did they make Sonic look like that? Yeah. I didn't feel that way about any of the Pokemon that they, included.
1: Well, they, they they realized like, Hey, listen, let's not beat around the bush here. These mm-hmm. aren't real people. These aren't real right. things. Just do it. Just put them in there as they're supposed to be. It worked right. in the anime with, they worked in the yeah. anime. Just do it. Like what I,
3: what I liked about like Charizard, for example, you could see his scales cause he's a reptile. Oh yeah. Um,
1: Charizard is badass in this man.
3: Yeah. Um, so, Pikachu is good. I'm trying to think. I mean they all really were good, but I don't I don't think there's any others that really stood out to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I actually, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm i definitely going to buy it on Blu-ray. It's a really, I think it's a really rewatchable movie for me, but honestly, I'm a sucker for, like, atmospheric movies anyways. Yeah. And I thought that's what this movie really achieved.
0: Detective Pikachu. Yeah, so
1: I, I it's... Dripping it's, with atmosphere. Yeah, I know. You never would have thought. Uh, It's really, I, I enjoyed it. So I give it a 7.5 out of 10. Definitely go watch that.
3: Uh, I'd give it a 7 out of 10.
1: 7 out of 10. All right. Um, Moving on. Uh, Tanner, do you want to tell us about Booksmart?
0: Oh... Yeah, I saw Booksmart um, two weekends ago. Oh. Booksmart. Some people are calling it, like, the female super bad. Uh, I don't think that's en- I i understand why they make the comparison. I don't think it's very accurate overall. Um, basically, it's about these two super straight-laced— super academically serious girls who uh never never broke the rules never partied or anything because they wanted to get into the best college and then they find out like the night before graduation that you know all the the dumb kids that they thought they were better than um also got into all these super good schools so, oh my um, god,
1: this fucking movie speaks to me.
0: <laughs> oh my god, dude. I was just realizing this the other
1: day. I literally brought this up. I, did I say this to you too? I said to my parents, I, I, was like, so. hey. I literally went up to my parents, like, hey, can you tell me something? They're like, what? I'm like, what's this whole idea about not partying and drinking and doing all this stuff in high school? Like staying on the straight lace and you're going to end up... I mean, first up- of all,
3: you're not 21 in high school, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, bingo, but, uh, they're like, well, what's all this, this, the, you know, not partying and doing all this stuff, not doing any of that. And like staying on the straight and narrow so you can end up in you know, a good school and you can, you know, you stay out of trouble and whatnot. And then I was like half, like not even, no, every single one of those people that I knew were partiers in high school and drank and did constant partying and went out and all this stuff ended up in the same schools as any, everyone else, graduated in the same time as everyone else, and have very successful careers. I was like, what the hell is that about? I didn't have a sip of alcohol until I was graduated from high school. Not a sip until I was out of high school. And, uh, you know, I was a worse student than all of them. Continue.
3: I have nothing to
0: add. Um. So, <laughs> the, the, one of the friends played by... I believe her name is Beanie Feldstein, who is Jonah Hill's younger sister. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh. Kind of has like a mental breakdown briefly and then convinces her friend, the character. I don't, the character's one name is Amy. Beanie's character's name I don't remember. Um, anyways, gets her friend to try to go to the super duper house party, you know, to have one... Night where they, you know, do everything they're not supposed to do or just go enjoy this party before graduation. And it's kind of like this sort of Odyssey, comedy of errors sort of thing as they're trying to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. Um, It had some genuinely funny moments. Had a fair bit of kind of more dramatic moments towards the end. Uh... God, was there was something I had exhale. Shit, I'm really bad at this review right now Um, You know I liked it, I definitely liked it But I feel like um, There's definitely this big push Kind of on social media From other actors to get everyone to go see this movie um, it was the directorial debut of Olivia Wilde, um, so of course her husband um, Sudeikis. Jason Stakeys is in it. Sorry, say that last name again. Stakeys, Sadekus, Stakeys, Sadekus, Sadekus. Sorry, in. He's in it? Uh, he's in it. He's playing the principal. Um, so I actually missed. I was told only the first two minutes of the film. Got to the theater late. And the person working to take a thing was like, oh, yeah, it started two minutes ago. But either she lied to me and I missed like closer to 10 to 15 (laughs) minutes, or um, this film has the densest first two minutes of any film out there because there's so many like characters pop up throughout it that the movie just acts like I'm supposed to know who these people are. Mm. Um, So... I don't know if the script is super duper tight. Uh, But, you know, if you like a good sort of coming of age, I wouldn't say it's a raunchy comedy. Uh, There is some, you know, sexual humor in it, of course, because, you know, it's teenagers. Right. Um, It's pretty funny. All right. There's some nice little artistic flares throughout it. As an indie movie would. Yeah. Um, Like one scene, the two friends are kind of, they're fighting at one point. I don't really think that's a spoiler. You know, any comedy, like Mm -hmm. any buddy comedy, like there's always a point like in the second act where like they get pissed at each other and, Mm -hmm. you know, have a big shouting match. So they're having this shouting match. And as they're, they're getting more and more intense yelling at each other. The dialogue fades out, and then the the soundtrack kind of takes over to where the point is the music's the only thing you hear, and you just see them like yelling at each other, and I thought that was an an interesting choice because, you know, you it doesn't you don't hear what the characters are saying of course, but like it doesn't matter what they're saying; they're just pissed. That is interesting. They're being hurtful. Um. But you know they're friends, and at the end of the day, they'll get over it.
1: That's one of those. That's one of those.
0: But what do they call that's a
1: that's a coming of age movie trope, though. The two
0: best friends getting in a massive fight and then making. Well, like yeah, like I was saying, like any comedy like does this. Like, um, I love you, man. Pineapple Express. Step Brothers. Step Brothers. The other guys. The other guys like. Mm -hmm. They all do this, Um, but. I don't know that that moment immediately stood out to me while I was watching it, and then later I watched um, Chris Stuckman's review of the film. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys know who that as yep. YouTube movie reviewer. I like him tell a lot. that to Zod neck. Yeah, I mean, kind of kind of a meme machine sometimes. Um, and that was actually a point that he criticized. He didn't like that, but I I don't know. I'm not shitting on Chris Stickma, Stuckman or saying like he's wrong, but I just thought that was interesting. That yeah. like that was a very specific moment that. We both picked out, but had completely different takes on. And There are a few other just, again, like little artistic, small kind of flares like that throughout the movie. Cool. Um, So it was good. Go watch it if you want. What'd you give it out of 10? I'd give it like a, maybe 7.5 out of 10. 10? 7.5? 7.5 to like a 7.8. What is it on Rotten Tomatoes? Is it still like 98? percent. Oh yeah, it's it's very fresh. Being extremely well received. And I think, you know, it is just a fresh movie overall. You don't really see a uh, comedies from the perspective of teenage girls but are like R-rated, you know, adult comedies. Mhm. And like, yeah. You know, usually that stuff's to it's made for like teenage and preteen girls and like, you know, they're Worrying about boys and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. not really the point. It's just these two characters that happen to be girls that are just mm-hmm. trying to cut loose. Good,
1: good, well, sounds cut good. I'll have to, I definitely, definitely want to, yeah. have to catch that. Um, and there was another movie I wanted to review, Tim. Did you see anything that I didn't see?
0: Thanks for
3: asking. Uh, I saw Godzilla, oh, yeah, that's right, King of the Monsters. God, I
1: and would you, see that? What'd you think of that?
3: Uh, it was good, um, not great, but good. <laughs> lot of good action a lot of great scenes um including all of the monsters of the um universe i won't go into depth because i know tanner's a big godzilla fan so um i enjoyed it definitely worth a watch um great visuals you won't be disappointed um for a rating I'd probably say about seven and a half
1: out of ten. Seven and a half of ten. All yeah. right. And finally, I saw John Wick three and really, really liked it. I think what's funny about these John Wick movies, all three of them have taken place within a span of a week in the movies. And obviously, it's been six years since the first one came out, or five years since the first one came out. So it's kind of funny um, how that's how that's been spaced out. But uh, the third one is it just ups the ante of the first and the second. These have been movies that have definitely built on each other uh, and have been very successful about just kind of raising the stakes every time and and bringing more action and bringing more incredible choreography and bringing more... Ideas to the table with how John Wick can kill people, uh, and how to make an entertaining and an enthralling story. And I think honestly, what makes this series so successful is the story is so compact and so tight. It's 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 a very simple story, but it's told over three movies, and it's it, the branches make sense. The they, the way the story branches off just makes sense, and is easy to follow. And they really just let the action speak for itself. And I mean, because, you know, famously in these movies, Keanu Reeves has like 10 lines of dialogue, maybe. And, uh, and he just does kick ass stuff. And I think Keanu Reeves is the perfect care for, character for John Wick and always will be. Um, Halle Berry was in this uh, for a very actually short amount of time, much shorter than I thought. I thought she would be a a big time player in this, but she's really only in it for fifteen twenty minutes. Um, there, were, Robin Lord Taylor is in this too, uh, who plays the Penguin on Gotham. Oh, yep. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh, mm-hmm. Robin Lord Taylor is getting some recognition here. Let's see what he's what's going on with him. He's in the movie for maybe eight seconds, and <laughs> that was that. I was, I was like, oh, there he is, Robin Lord Taylor, and there he goes, Robin Lord Taylor. um Tom he dies. No. Oh. No, he doesn't. But uh, he's just a very minor character that uh, that doesn't have much to do with the story at all. So, Gotham fans, keep an eye out for that. Um, and, yeah, uh, there's a John Wick 4 coming. The the third movie ends with a total lead-up to that. So, what? Nothing. I haven't and, seen it yet. Oh, I'm not going to spoil it. You just did. John Wick 4 is going to be made. That's That's news. That's out there. You would have seen that.
3: That's been announced by the people themselves. I have filtered everything out
1: regarding John Wick for my uh, browser. Okay. Well, John Wick 4 is happening. Um, But, uh, uh, yeah, it's a great movie, and they just – I love it. I love the series. Very, very good. Well,
3: Where would you rank it, um, or how would you rank the John
1: Wicks? What uh, order? Probably probably 1, 3, 2. The first one's okay. gonna be unbeatable. That's a
3: that's a common uh, consensus that I've I've noticed.
1: I mean, they're all great, but one, three, two. Yeah. I think I enjoyed three more than I did two, but one is gonna be just the best because it's just such a great story and I love it. Which, by the way, uh, there's a lot of Game of Thrones characters throughout the whole lot. But Alfie Allen was in the first one. He's the guy who kills John Wick's dog. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. And the third one, uh, Brant, a uh, Bron is in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. He makes a little cameo, and I'm like, oh, Braun. How's he doing? He's doing good. Good. He's doing well. John Wick 3 for me gets an 8 out of 10. Really liked it. It's great. Great action. You know what you're getting with the John Wick 3 series. I mean with the John Wick series in general. And they just take everything and up the ante. So go check it out. 8 out of 10 for John Wick 3. Moving on to our next topic of the day. That is our in the news topic. And there's been some there's been some movie news. Honestly, we've been on this hiatus like I said. But there hasn't been like a ton of stuff. But there is enough that I wanted to uh, speak on it. Um, number one, a trailer came out uh, about a couple weeks ago that we haven't talked about, but we all loved this movie so much. It, too, has a new trailer out. Ugh. very creepy. I love that it's not really a trailer. It's just an extended clip and uh, with a like a thirty, twenty five second just quick hit scenes from the from the movie. So it's not really a trailer, but man, does this movie look like it's going to be great? Mm-hmm. I love it so much. It is frightening. It's got ter- terrifying monsters, but the story was what brought it together. They did such a great job with the story and the kids, and it doesn't look like they're going to let the foot off the gas for this one. It looks like it's going to be, again, just like the On Wick series, they're up in the ante. They're going to bring more scares, and uh, the characters, I think, are perfectly cast as well. Um, I agree. What'd you guys think of that trailer?
0: Yeah, 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 it was creepy. Um, They kind of did a thing that always bothers me in horror films where, you know, the character has its back turned, his or her back, in this case, her, uh, Jessica Chastain, who plays the older Beverly? Beverly, yep. Um, She's got her back turned to this, Creepy old lady, and you see the creepy old lady kind of scampering around, yeah, naked in the yeah. background. Yeah, <laughs> and like, of course, that's only for the audience, but like, the main character or Beverly, you know, doesn't hear it, doesn't see it as it's happening. So it's kind of like, well, why is it even acting fucking creepy if it's like the character isn't even looking? But it's just to get the audience uncomfortable. And I, yeah. I, I don't like that in horror films when something's just there to affect the audience rather than actually impacting anything in the mm. world itself. That aside, um, no, yeah, it was a really creepy. I, little trailer. Yeah,
1: I loved that you brought this up and I, I, guess I never would have, I never would have, um, um considered it this way, uh, or viewed it this way. But you said it's like, you just love that it, uh, Pennywise is just having a ton of fun. Yeah. He's clearly just fucking yeah. with them to have yeah, fun. Yeah.
0: On the group chat, I mentioned that he just looks like, well, maybe it just is, fucking doing it because he thinks it's fun oh yeah that's i mean i think that and that's (laughs) i
1: think that's exactly what it is he has a blast with this and that's what makes him such a compelling horror character is he's like he's he's having fun (laughs) doing these horrible things and that's probably why he's you know he's like oh man i'm gonna get this girl when she finds out that i'm not actually a grandma (laughs) and i'm actually uh pennywise yeah uh, oh man and when she holds that stare in that trailer where, where she's just smiling yeah. and, like, looking at her. I'm like, Ooh. Dude, there is, like... me the
3: willy-jillies. E- what is that? Heebie-jeebies? Heebie-jeebies. The, willy- the willy-jillies? <laughs> I'm coining that. <laughs> I'm coining that. The,
1: the willy-jillies. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Give
0: me the... The willy... Bongo-jongos. And <laughs> <the> bongo-
1: <laughs> Just rhyme two words.
0: The s- scooby-doobies. The willy doobies. The
1: heebie-jeebies, the... <laughs> I already forgot what he said. What did he say? Willy Jillys. Willy Jillys. Um, um, yeah, that dude. Th- seriously, one of my most feared things in horror movies. When old I see, women. Old women. Oh my god, they freak me out. Are You serious? Yes. In what? the movie, in scary movies, not in real yeah. life. No scary movies,
0: man. That's like the. Jeez. Who is it? James Wan, who did like The Conjuring, and like, mm-hmm. y- you can tell like he thinks old women are super scary. <laughs> Which I don't get They're just super nice I don't think I don't think it's they're, I don't think he
1: finds them scary I just think he Maybe he He thinks The Fact that Someone you'd see Is mostly pure innocence An older lady Being some sort of Demonic character Maybe No No You don't?
0: No The no. instinct is wrong Do you not like old women I'm surprised that there wasn't Like a creepy old woman Tanner in doesn't like old women Aquaman It's not a gold digger
1: <laughs> There was a creepy old woman.
0: Aquaman? Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, Nicole Kidman? Nicole
1: Kidman. She's uh, 250 years old.
0: She was creepy? Uh, I'm
3: kidding.
1: She was creepily hot. I don't think Could there's imagine a... Imagine how hot she was. Creepy old woman. Um. Anyways. Yeah. But uh, I also... Man, I am very excited to see Bill Hader in this. I don't know if you guys have been watching this. But uh, Tim has, I know. Barry, well, I introduced Barry, you to it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, Tim introduced me to that's 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 right. Tim introduced me to Barry, and I watched oh. the entire two so, seasons in two days. He is a
3: incredible actor. He is. I think he is extremely underrated. Oh my and god! Honestly, he's honestly, so good in it. Him being in this is a wild card, and I am super excited yeah. to see him use yeah. his
1: acting chops in a drama thriller movie in a big time movie. Yeah, because what did it cost a billion dollars?
0: I don't
1: know. It, I mean, it made sure. a lot of money. It made a lot of money. He's so, this is like as big as it gets for horror movies and as big as it gets for movies in general. I mean, this is up there. And so, this is the biggest, some of the biggest movies of this year.
0: He's playing um, Finn Wolfhard's character, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: Man, and he, you would love him and Barry. He just has yeah, so much Yeah, everyone's been drum. telling me to watch that. I just it, haven't gotten around to it. I mean, they're, it's uh, but they're 30-minute episodes, by yeah. the way. Oh, really? Yeah, very, they're like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, quick, quick. Quick watches. I mean, um, you could burn through it very it's, quick. It's a
3: good comedy, but it's very dark as well. It's
1: very dark, but... It's written really well. I Oh, my God. I, I've i laughed out loud more with Barry than I have in many, many shows. It is just hysterical to me. Yeah, Max was telling me he thought it was better than The Office. I don't think I said that. No, you did. I think I said it was as good of a show as since The Office. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> you never said I'm that. I'm very excited for Bill Hader and it too. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. Yep. Um, um, James I'm James McAvoy's in it as well, and uh, yeah, Jessica did Chastain. Ever, side note: Oh, Isaiah Mustafa, the Old Spice guy, he's
3: gonna be in it. Do you think they'll make <gasps> any? Do you think they'll make any like Old Spice jokes?
1: No. No. Like low no. key. You don't think so? No. Not at all. All right. I think he wouldn't sign on if they were said, hey, yeah, we're going to cast you as a serious role. Could you do an Old Spice joke for us? I, like, I mean, he did in Hulu. He did, which I'm surprised. I don't understand how that worked. How do they have the rights to put Old Spice on there? Maybe they made a deal. Um, it's not a direct competitor, so.
3: Yeah. Honestly, it's like free advertising for Old Spice, too.
1: That's true. Um, yeah, uh, so moving on. Did you guys watch the trailer for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? yes did you and do you, do you guys remember that book Of course, i oh, have yeah. the book right mm, that, there are a couple of i them. never read the book i am very excited for this this feels like an old school kind of horror movie to me in a way and maybe just because it's centering around like high school kids and, and kind of an old mm. older high school town i think i don't think it's taking place in modern day um i love these type of horror movies that and, and apparently it's It's like taking this family-friendly approach where monsters are scary and the things that happen in it are scary, but it's not like so over the top that like you know the teenagers can't enjoy it type of thing. Uh, Maybe younger teenagers can't enjoy it, um, or a family couldn't watch it on Halloween. I think it's like going for this mix of like goosebumps and it. Honestly, it's it's
0: it was yeah reminded me a lot of um, the Goosebumps movie. Yeah. I mean, it, the first one. I didn't see the second Because the monsters and just stuff. Just the in book it. coming to life. Yeah. And...
1: Yeah. Oh, actually, that's uh... very true. Uh, well, I thought that was an interesting way that they took it. Like, people were thinking it was going to be an anthology. Yeah, which I think, I still think they should have done. Just an anthology. Like a series. Uh, an even, anthology like... series. Like... Yeah, that could have worked. That could have worked. Um, but I think it's an interesting way to bring it to life for the big screen. Um, and I think there'll probably be a trilogy, uh, a sequel, because there's more, and I think it's going to be a big success. But the monsters in it looked just horrifying to me but the story seemed grounded and very very kind of just like uh, not family friendly i guess but it just didn't seem like it was a horror that's like a very scary story but the monsters were scary um so i'm excited to see it i am like a gateway horror film yeah very much so
0: baby's first horror exactly um you know oh, that sound sound <laughs> what <laughs> horror <laughs> You trying, to, you trying to flip things on me after your weird little could, gaff earlier?
1: That could, that could sound horror and, ho- <laughs> and horror can sound very similar
0: on the microphone. Sure. Baby's first whore. <laughs> Tim just quit the podcast, everyone. Say goodbye to Tim. Oh,
1: man. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that movie next year. Tim, did you watch that trailer? you have anything to say or did you watch it at all?
0: Didn't watch it. Okay. I heard that I'm back. I mean, what we all remember from the books, right? Was I mean, a there were just creepy stories that you know y- you and your friends would like read out loud, like during sleepovers and stuff, right? Um, and just the illustrations were so fucking creepy. They were terrifying. Um, I heard that there were more recent editions where they changed. It there were all new illustrations.
1: I imagine they would probably sell right. more books. If and that illustrations just sounds that's friendlier.
0: borderline criminal to me because yeah. the illustrations were like half of the, the experience.
1: Yeah. I mean, Oh my gosh. I remember sneaking into my brother's room, taking that book off the shelf and like, you know, just cause you're a curious mind, you're a curious kid. And you're like, I want to read something scary, even though I know it's going to scare me. And you start reading it and you're like, Oh my God, this is intense. It, this is like a drug. And then you get freaked out, and you put it back, and you never want to read it again because it was just terrifying to look at, and you never wanted to see it again. I hated him.
3: Yeah. Am I, like, the only person that hasn't read this? I guess. I've you, never if, heard about it. Yes, you
1: have. Look up Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark book cover. You have to have seen this book now, cover at some point in your life. This is an iconic book I'm,
3: cover. I'm very familiar with Goosebumps. It's, this isn't Goosebumps. That's why I know. This is
1: Big Boy's Goosebumps.
3: Uh, let's see. <laughs> Big Boy's Goosebumps. Not really. <laughs> It's elevated. This.
1: Yeah. Did you have you never the, the the that? Yeah, you never saw. No idea. Are you serious? No idea. What the hell, oh, man? man! you, you deprived. It out. You're deprived. That is I a, was
3: that was too busy playing Pokemon. That a was
1: kid. a that's a yeah, very scary book, but I'm excited for it. I think it's coming out in Halloween time. August 9th Yeah. <laughs> So I think it's coming out a month before Halloween time. A little, a little for before. me, yeah, that's,
3: that's actually two months.
1: So it's gonna be great though, because that, that's gonna probably stay in theaters for three weeks, and I'll see it September first, and that's official spooky time for me. Kick spooky season right on September first. I don't beat around the bush. Mm. I am a huge fall guy, big fall guy. Yeah, I love fall.
3: Favorite season? Yeah,
1: by a long shot. Favorite season. Wow, love it, love it, man. My Instagram. Let's go way up because I'm taking pictures of everything in fall. Sharing my fall life. Love it. Um, Next. Next on the list here. Quentin Tarantino is developing a Django and... Why are you looking at me like that? Uh,
3: That was very loud. Continue.
1: Quentin Tarantino is making a Django times Zorro movie. That's in development.
0: Django and Zorro. Did you say Django times Zorro? Yeah. What... Is this math uh, or Django, you know whatever with oh Thor. so he's saying like
3: you trying to say like the same time time frame when Django took place, they're going to have a zoro
1: they're they're literally it's going to be Django and Zoro in the same movie, like Jamie Fox, and then hopefully, let's pray to God, Antonio Banderas, banderas. as Zo Zoro in this movie. What about Oscar Isaac? Hm, that actually would be a really great casting for Zoro, <gasps> yeah that would be good, but antonio banderas yes, i
0: I would like to keep that in our back pocket though, yeah.
1: Antonio is the guy you got to go for. Yeah. And honestly, it would fit that Django would fit perfectly in that Zorro movie. It really would. I mean, there's some
3: bring back cat Catherine Zeta Jones as well.
1: Yeah. Dude. Zorro, by the way, was the first movie I saw like some pretty gruesome violence where they chop off that dude's brother's head and then they put it in the jar, and then he puts the jar you on his desk. Well,
0: yeah, you don't see the decapitation. You don't. Though. But
1: that—that yeah. that, that was weird. That really haunted me as a kid. Like I was really disturbed by that. My mom was like, my mom had, hey, I remember my mom having to tell me this. Like, like I remember this like it was yesterday. She's like, "It's not a real head, Max. It's it's just fake." And I'm like, "It doesn't matter." It was horrifying, and I was terrified of it. I never wanted to watch Zorro after that. <laughs> yeah, but that was one of my favorite. Um... One of my favorite movies as a
3: kid. How many do they make? Two, two.
1: That movie is making a lot of money. they bring back Antonio and they have Jamie Foxx and the like the adventures of Django and Zorro. I could easily see it Django goes south of the border, goes to Mexico and runs into Zorro. I would and and then there probably there's probably going to be some ensuing fight, and then they end up teaming up for some greater oh, cause. You, they're going to mm-hmm.
0: Batman versus Superman, Django and Zorro. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, that's what they do with like every big character versus character. we think I Kong, think King Kong versus Godzilla is gonna end up with one of them dead and Kong or Godzilla over the other. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, it's just a trope. It's just it's the it's the trope thing.
0: They, I don't do know, it. man. Do you think Django and Zorro's moms have the same name? We can only hope because that would make for a great Martha. dramatic term. It's <laughs> Martha.
1: Of, it'd be great if it, yeah they both have <laughs> Martha Zorro and no, me. I'm sorry, it's it's Martha. Martha. And,
0: okay. Hey, um, Martha. You know, I remember a long, 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 many, many, many years ago. Like 10 years ago, maybe. <laughs> many, 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 many that's years like, ago. That's like half our lives. <laughs> 10 uh, years ago. <laughs> someone was talking about wanting to do another Zorro film, but like in a post-apocalypse. And... Uh, I'm just glad that movie was never made, because that sounds so stupid. I'm curious as to why a Zorro movie hasn't been made. That seems like it would be the perfect
1: climate to bring Zorro back, so I'm surprised they have it, haven't it brought well, they're, back here. they're, they're it just going need to.
0: adventure films to make a comeback. Like yeah.
1: like, like Indy. Indie? Indiana Jones apparently is going to yeah. be filming in 2020, or going to be out in the Are they,
0: they going to use Shia LaBeouf? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's Harrison Ford.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be... He's oh, shy really? As, no. shy as, no.
3: He's 79. Yeah, he's old. Jeez.
1: Yeah, he's an old dude. But he... he yeah, At that uh, Star Wars... Uh, at the Galaxy's Edge thing, he looked pretty good. His beard and his, his slicked-back hair, actually.
3: He's been sipping on some death sticks.
1: Yeah. Would that make him look younger? I don't understand that reference. Yes.
3: Um, <laughs> it fights death, All but
1: right. yeah, I, I I love Django Unchained, so I would love to see like a Zora movie in like that hyper violent type of way and uh, bring back Antonio Banderas and make it happen. Maybe uh, Robert Rodriguez directed or something like that. Doesn't have to be Quentin Tarantino. Apparently, this is gonna be this is gonna be like the Star Trek thing. Like Quentin has a Star Trek idea that they're developing and wanting to do, but he's not necessarily going to direct it. But. I don't know how I'd feel about that. That would just be bizarre. A Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie. Yeah, that'd be really weird. It'd be very strange. Um, but a lot of blood. A lot of blood. A lot of weird alien shit going down. You know that for sure.
0: Feet. Yeah. Lots of feet.
1: Bare feet. Yeah. Why? Why would that be? You, you haven't
0: noticed Tarantino's oh, foot thing?
1: He has a lot of bare feet in his movies? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I guess yep, I need to watch you more Tarantino. have to Tarantino. watch it. Yeah. Pay closer attention. Um... Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to speak on that, get your guys' thoughts. I think that would be a fun movie. So why not? Yeah, I agree.
3: I, I think it, I mean, anything with Quinn Tarantino's name on it, is, it's going to be good.
1: And I think this, by the way, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to bend history very much like Inglorious Bastards did. I think, uh, oh, I think, yes. I think Charlie, What? Uh, whatever, what's this, Charles, Charles Manson is going to get, like, straight up murdered in this, get killed in some way, shape, or form. I think, I think that's good. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's good and bad. I don't know how Sharon Tate's family feels about that. If it was Sharon Tate killing, you know, Charlie in the end, uh, or if they'd feel like that's a disgrace to her memory. Cause she ended up dying. But... Yeah. Apparently,
0: um, Sharon Tate's sister, uh, gave her blessing. Yeah. For whatever the treatment is. So Honestly, I, I, who knows?
1: To, be, to be honest, I mean, I would want, I'd be like, yeah, is she going to kill Charlie in this? And like, yeah, it's like, fuck yeah. Let's like, Change this memory of her being some, like, I mean, she was, uh, you know, unfortunately the victim of this. But let's change her memory from just being some innocent victim to, like, let's give, like, some sort of, like, you know, give, I don't know. I'm trying to say this in a way that isn't, like, offensive, but give her this, like,
0: fuck you, Charlie type of thing from the afterlife, I guess, so. Well, and I guess Tarantino's mentioned wanting to make additional, like, alternate history films and like if we consider *Inglorious Bastards would be the first one that because you know they kill Hitler yeah and like yeah so maybe this has some alternate history
1: I, w- I would be very surprised if it doesn't I no. think I think that's honestly I feel like that's something because otherwise or Bruce it,
0: Lee just beats the shit out of everyone yeah that guy was playing <laughs> Bruce be Lee, good. He's incredible by the
1: way yeah. Yeah. that is an incredible actor um, and honestly, uh, moving on, the biggest news that has come out in the past like two or three weeks that we haven't covered, but was made official yesterday, Robert Pattinson is officially your new Batman, beating out Nicholas Holt, beating out Nicholas Holt. For the role of Batman, oh! They did I didn't a,
3: realize Nicholas Holt was in the running.
1: Yeah, they did a costume test with Robert Pattinson and Nicholas Good. Holt.
0: I cannot picture him as Batman uh, yeah. at all.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was really worried they were about to do something like that. I think Nicholas Holt is a tremendous actor. I just do not see him as Bruce Wayne. I see him as yeah, like, uh, the Riddler. I think he'd be a great Riddler. I don't. He just doesn't have. He has too much of the the shy english boy look to him and robert pattinson has got this like just badass edginess to him and he's yeah. got the chin for it i think
3: i think he's we should he's got the chin i think we need to start calling him bat batson's
0: yeah. oh Hold it's the chin just down. isn't isn't there yeah. like he has a chin yeah. i think honestly i think that but it's edge- just not there i think and
1: that's got to be the 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 final decision as they took a look at the chin like oh man robert Pattinson has like 80 pounds to put on to be batman but that chin though looks yeah. great already I mean, there and, and
3: yeah. you know if they do want to bring bat flick bat back then it's I, I think
0: they kind of look like each it's other a little no, bit no that's
1: exactly i don't think batflex is going to come back i think they'll just age but up robert Pattinson cuz he does kind of look like
0: the dceu's done i
1: don't i don't think that's the it's case done. i don't think it's the case cuz there's there's
3: let the past die kill it if you must I, I mean
1: i'm okay with it but there's like four movies in development that are spin on and development and coming out that are literally attached to the dceu so i don't think that's happening they're still I developing flash yes but uh, but uh Birds Ezra of Prey right. is connected to the DCEU. Aquaman 2 will be connected to the DCEU because it's a sequel to the Aquaman, which is. Wonder Woman 2 is connected to the DCEU. Um, I mean, there's just... Uh, there's there's and, and as far as we know, this Batman movie is going to be in the same universe, just won't mention it in any of these other characters. I think i will be surprised if you don't get an offhand Wonder Woman reference, nothing more, maybe like literally a headline with Wonder Woman on it. I don't think there's going to be anything else referencing any of these other characters, yeah. but um, yeah, Robert Pattinson is Batman. Guys, are you a fan of this? This is official. This is happening.
3: Yeah, no, I'm a fan. I, I mean, I can't really think of any other actors I would prefer over him. So I, I think it's a good casting, and I think he's an underrated actor as well because he's in a lot of indie films, yeah. not nothing blockbuster. Yeah. Um, I think it. I think it was a good move.
1: He is blowing up too. He's like co-starring with with uh. Uh, what's I'm sorry, Denzel Washington kid's name? What's his name? John David Washington. John David Washington and Christopher Nolan's next movie, which is always massive. Yeah, yep. And That's now right. he's Batman. I mean, he has gone. I mean, it's great. He went from like this superstar actor in the Twilight movies, and like superstar. I mean, like just obviously those movies were very popular, and he was the main character of them. To going to the more indie fair, building his acting catalog up, and then. Back on with these huge blockbuster films and uh i think he's great i think he's gonna i mean you he's easily gonna put on like probably 30 pounds 40 pounds uh to play batman and he can do it i mean i don't know by the way he was in a movie recently where he had to have his shirt off the guy's already ripped he just has to put on like 20 30 pounds to bulk up for it but he is to me the most ideal young bruce wayne and i think he does look like a young and it could easily, I think he could pull off a young bat fleck. So I could easily see them just aging him up and just kind of doing, Hey, mm-hmm. don't even mention it. He is Batman. If we do a movie that takes place in the future and we need him to be Batman, he can do it. We're not even going to yeah. mention it. Yeah. Um, he could, cause I could, I compared two pictures the other day and I'm like, wow, that actually, they actually do kind of look alike a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they could, they could make that happen easily. Um, I think he is, and he's young and I think he's, he's, signed on for this man you don't unless you're ben affleck you don't sign up to be batman not thinking hey i'm gonna be in this for the long haul this is like now like my full-time acting job and i have these other projects that will entertain me that i want to do outside of this but batman is going to be my my life for the next for for all of it once you're batman you're batman just like james bond once you're james bond you are james bond yeah Um, so yeah um, and I think that leads up right into the, the uh, next category of our uh, talk today, which is the main event. The main event, of course, covers our biggest uh, our biggest topic of the week, where we just talk about something that's really on our mind, and in this case, something that uh, we just wanted to discuss. And uh, I thought it would be good, since we are going to talk about Robert Pattinson, why not discuss what we want to see in the next Batman movie? What do you want to see in a Batman movie that's different from what else you've seen? What do you want to come back What villains do you want to see? What are you hoping for from this movie that makes you want to be button seat in that theater, other than it just being a Batman movie?
3: Yeah. So, one thing I really want to see is a lot more villains that we haven't seen in previous movies. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, I love the Joker, but they're making one with Walking Phoenix. I don't think they should include it in the Batman film. Maybe a small reference, Um, but I, I don't want them to
1: try to force. The Joker into the first one, especially. Which, by the way, just real quick, a little antidote. This Joker movie is not going to be connected to the DCU As far as we know, this Batman trilogy is, but you never know. Maybe the Joker that Joaquin Phoenix plays is super popular. They get him to sign on for more films. You just never know. But as of right now, this Joker movie, is might as well be a completely different studio making it because it's not going to be connected to the DCU. But go ahead and continue with that thought.
3: Yeah, and, and um, I guess to go off of that, there's rumors that there are going to be multiple villains throughout. I think it'd be interesting if they had a well-established Gotham, you know, a young Batman who already knows all the villains. Um, So it it just kind of goes in like you've been there for years um, and you just feel like you've been in Gotham. Um, One other thing that's interesting is James McAvoy um, showed interest in being the Riddler, which I think he could do a phenomenal job, especially after seeing him in Split. Um, I think he'd be a great choice and yeah. they could, they could yeah. do a lot of things with the Riddler too. Yeah. And the Riddler um,
1: is like famously got that like bipolar thing where he's like Edward Nigma or he's the Riddler and he kind of fighting between himself all the time. And obviously right. McAvoy was split has the chops to do that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I'm trying to think of what other villains would be good. Um, I'm blanking right now. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze would be a good one. Bring back Arnold Schwarzenegger. um, <laughs> oh.
1: I think Poison Ivy, that'd be a good one. Penguin, Catwoman. Penguin. I mean, I there's would, a lot. Oh, man. So I would love, please make this happen. I would love to see Clayface in this. Even if it's just for a little bit, I would love to see Clayface so much. Yeah. He would be great. See, that's what I like about that's Batman. That's a fan favorite villain, too. Batman is very... Clayface? He's a fan favorite because he's, he's just one of those guys who like, doesn't get much recognition, but people love Clayface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because he... I mean, Batman the Animated Series brought him to that light of people loving Clayface.
3: Yeah. Um, but no, that, that's that's what I really like about Batman. He's. I mean, it's kind of like Spider-Man. So many recognizable villains. You could do a lot. I want to see them establish other villains we're not used to.
1: Yeah. I mean, Batman... Honestly, probably what makes Batman such a compelling character is his villains. Right. And... They are all so well written, and they've been done so well in the comics and in the TV shows. I think it's the perfect, it would be perfect for Matt Reeves to bring a lot of these villains, even if they're in there for a little bit, even if he's just, Batman's just walking through Arkham, and he peeks through the doors of some of these places just to see some of those famous villains, just to know they're in the world makes a fanboy go crazy and make fans go nuts just to see them in there. Right. yeah, I mean, Tanner is there a certain villain you want to see in particular be About used?
0: Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze
1: in particular? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, we haven't, I mean, obviously, yeah, we saw Arnold Schwarzenegger portray Mr. Freeze. We haven't seen an honest, live-action
0: Mr. Freeze yet. Uh, um, I would love it. More so than, you know, any villain. I would just like to see Batman be, like, an actual detective. And I think that's what he's focusing and like, on. like, the yeah. Nolan films kind of had him do a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. but... I, he's he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, and like I feel like yeah. we haven't really got yeah. to see that so on display. So I'd yet. like to see.
3: So have you played the game L.A. Noir? Yes. Where yeah, it's a L.A. Noir vibe, where kind of because I think they're doing it when he's twenties. So it's going to be an older. He's going to be he's older gonna, time.
1: Yeah, he's going to be. It's going to be in the nineties. Batman movie. It's going to be in the nineties. Okay. And it's going to be. Uh, oh, apparently it's. Rumor to be set in the 90s and Batman's going to be about 25, okay. 25, 26, but five years into being the Batman.
3: I think if they did an L.A. Noir type style where, you know, it starts with the case. Maybe you don't know who the villain is until halfway through the movie or three yeah. quarters of the way through the movie. And it's him going around Gotham trying to, you know, track all the clues, do his detective work. I think that would be really interesting because, yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of a really good detective movie that we've had In recent years.
1: Especially that uh, superhero one. And I think I mean, Matt Reeves, if there's one thing that Matt Reeves has stated time and time again, it's going to be solely focused on Batman and not so much like Bruce Wayne stuff. It's going to be told from Batman's shoulders and it's going to be him being the world's greatest detective. That's what Matt Reeves set out to do when he did this, when he he decided to sign on for this movie. He wanted to show the detective side of Batman. Do you think
3: they'll introduce Robin?
1: There is rumors that they will. Uh, we know Robin exists in the DCEU, obviously, because his his body suit was up there and uh, Batman vs Superman. Um, I would honestly, I'm betting against it because this is going to be a younger Batman. I find it, I, I I'm going to bet against them bringing in Robin this early. I could. Matt Reeves has said that he sees this as like a trilogy of films that he wants to do, but he has to make one good story first, is what he said. Yeah. I could easily see them bringing Robin in maybe for the second one. I think you can't tell a full Batman story without Robin, though, so it has to happen at some point in this trilogy, and I would love that, man. We haven't had a true live-action Robin. They've all been botched, not, and not, Chris O'Donnell.
3: Not Batman Forever.
1: Dude, I. it's funny, because I loved Chris O'Donnell as Robin in Batman Forever. That was like a movie I loved growing up, and now I can barely get through it. I'm like, God, this is bad. But more important than anything, the character that matters most to me in this movie that's going to sell it, that no other Batman movie has done, is the city of Gotham as a character itself. It's people, it's buildings, and the way it feels. They, they're, he, Matt Reeves has said he's telling this noir detective story. I hope they go all in like Arkham Knight where there's like neon lights all over the place and it's just this grungy, dirty city and we get to see Batman lit up by neon and it's stalking around the shadows and make this – no one has caught Gotham in this atmosphere that makes Gotham so great. Batman the Animated Series did it. It's the only one I could think of. The only thing I could think of that really captures the essence of what Gotham is in the Dark Knight trilogy. Gotham to me is just another city. It's just like New York.
0: Well, when Batman Begins at least you know the narrows that part of yeah. the city actually felt right unique, unique, and comic booky. And yeah. then of course you know the sequels it was like, oh, this is just yeah. Chicago. Yeah, dude, yeah, that's true because yeah. I remember seeing.
1: Yeah. That's a great point because I remember like. I think I mentioned this to someone. I was like, man, why don't we get to see more of the Narrows? Look at that. It's a cool little island off to itself. It's all grungy and lit up by, like, gaslight, essentially. And it would be really cool to see Goth- uh, Batman explore it from that point of view. But we never see it any after that. And, yeah, the Narrows was a unique idea. But they just really stuck to, like, hey, this is New York City. They really didn't make it feel like Gotham City to me. They just It just felt like anything else. And Batman vs. Superman, yep. there's Gotham in it, not very much. And it, I don't know, it doesn't feel, like, alive to me. It, it feels way yeah. too grayed and, and out. I
3: guess, you know, even with that being said, you don't even know if you're in Gotham at some yeah. points, you know, because they go back between Metropolis and Gotham yeah. so often that, yeah, they don't they don't do not yeah. do it justice.
1: And that's what's great about Gotham is that you just never know what's around the corner. Is, like, is your life at risk or is it going to be, like, this yeah. crazy adventure? Or And that's what I thought they nailed in Arkham Knight. They really did a good job of bringing gotham to life and seeing it from the top of the buildings and and all the lights right. and everything but it's feeling dangerous so
3: have either of you seen the tv show gotham
1: yes yeah i've watched the entire it, thing.
3: how was how the city in that uh,
1: it was okay honestly i think i think they did as good of a job they could with a tv budget to bring gotham to life honestly but it yep. still had it still had a lot of just dark knight Feel to it. it, just kind of, just still. A lot of times, felt like another city, but there right. were parts that did make it feel like an actual Gotham. But that's what I think is one of the most, com- it, another compelling thing about Batman did, is his city is infamous.
3: And do they have? Do they show Gotham and Titans?
1: Slightly, yeah, not much, okay. slightly. Sure. But yeah, it's. Um, I I, I want to see a living city. I want to see a Rogues Gallery. I want to see villains we haven't seen before. And I want to see Batman being a detective and kicking ass. That's that's what most that's what's most important. I think it's in the right hands of Matt Reeves. I mean, you guys like Matt Reeves as the director. I I can't mm-hmm. see why not, right? Yeah, and Matt yeah. Reeves is passionate about this too. I mean, he originally came on board. They he ended up walking away because WB wanted him to do something he didn't want to do, but he came back because he was passionate about the idea he had. And he's like, Hey, if you let me do my story, I'll come back and do this. And they did. So, and that's what DC, I think is doing right is they are focusing on telling unique individual stories that take place in a universe, but aren't focusing on telling other people's stories within another story, which I think is great. I think there's risks to be taken in these movies and I'm just excited to see where it's going. And, uh, but, even though I think Batman's going to be as disconnected from that as possible, it's still fun to see, you know, this new Batman movie come to fruition. So production is starting early 2020. Now it's supposed to start in November. So now I don't know if that, if they push the release date, hopefully not, but uh, hopefully we'll be uh button seats watching Batman uh, in 2021 and uh, enjoying it. Or I think it's summer 2022. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be about two years.
3: You know who, One last thing. You know who would be another interesting character if they brought Deathstroke as the villain?
1: Well, originally Deathstroke was supposed to be the villain. Oh, really? In the Batman movie. Remember when Ben Affleck tweeted that out randomly one day? Just a costume test of of, 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 uh, Deathstroke. I remember that day because I woke up and Drew goes, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, and sends me a video from Ben Affleck's Twitter and I played it and I nearly lost my damn mind. It looked so good. So good, and I felt so bad for uh, what's his face, who's not going to be probably Deathstroke at all anymore in the TV show. I mean, in the movie, Um, I would love to see him. I would love to see him, but I think Deathstroke could work in uh, Suicide Squad too. I think he could be a villain in that. I think he'd be he'd fit right in there. Um, I really hope we see that because I thought he was great uh, in the costume, and I thought he looked awesome. And freaking Justice League, man. He looked so great. It was such a great post-credit scene. It was such a good post-credit scene. Yeah. Freaking Lex Luthor on his yacht with Deathstroke riding up, man. That is as good as it gets. And uh, that was honestly like the best part of Justice League. <laughs> it was like they, they finally understood it. And then that movie My, my
3: favorite part was when they said Martha.
1: That wasn't in Justice League. Justice League had oh, a no, post-credit scene? Oh, no, that's Batman scene.
3: versus Superman.
1: Yeah. Oh, Deathstroke riding yeah. up to the boat with Lex Luthor. Tanner probably just Never walked out it. of the theater. Yeah, no, yeah, just check it out sometime, <laughs> but it's good. Okay, but I think that's gonna do it for today's episode. Uh, we got to talk a lot today about different things that happened over the past three weeks. Our hiatus is over, so thank you for being patient. Uh, we have a new Force Vision that just came out this weekend. It's great. I love the discussion Standard and I had there on that podcast. Be sure to give that a listen, um, and yeah, be sure to share this podcast. What I've always wanted to achieve with this podcast is to make movie news, nerd news, fandom more accessible to people who are on the outside who may not have time to keep up with it. Hopefully, that's what you get out of this podcast. You understand these things, people are talking about at work more and you can be a part of those discussions and feel more a part of things so hopefully that's what you get out of these podcasts and uh, i would truly be thankful if that's what you did feel um you guys can leave us voice messages by the way if you go to anchor if you download the anchor app this takes like five seconds download the anchor app search cinemax stick on anchor you can leave us voice messages you can leave a comment on something that we said you can ask a question you can pose a topic we would love to hear from you guys we will patch you into the episode and uh you can and you'll be a part of it you'll be a part of the podcast which is always fun so we always love to hear from our listeners uh be sure to do that guys we would really really appreciate it um you know where to find us on social media cinemactic pod on in, uh, uh, twitter at cinemactic on instagram and as always your host max leadham at max Fozzi. you could find me there on twitter instagram and letterboxd my buddy tanner rush where can the people find you
0: at danger rush on letterboxd and instagram
1: and tim how uh, where can the people find you at tim trist on instagram and letterboxd fantastic guys Thank you all so much for joining us yet again for another episode of Cinemaxic. We'll be back next week with more news and discussion. You guys have a great day. Watch on, and we'll see you next week. Bye.
2: See ya.